What's happening, boo-boos? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just said boo-boos. They won't know that till the end. <laughs> I know I always say it, but this is a great one. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Val and I always go, who are the wonderful people that listen to this podcast? <laughs> who are these who people? Are these people? Uh, but it's some of the most special conversations I've had in my life, and I'm so glad that we've recorded them, and this is no exception. And I know I'm kind of even right now. I'm pretty, pretty silly beans for the first 30. Yeah. <laughs> so, you'll see why he's, it's so funny. I'm exhausted. To see you, like <laughs> exhausted for the intro. Yeah. And then they're going to like go straight it into immediately goes into Trump voice. <laughs> and it is Trump voice for quite, like a, quite, while. A, for quite a while, but boy made me laugh. Made me laugh um, I know I did. <laughs> and, uh, I'm on the road right now. Go to PeteHolmes.com. I think there's still some tickets available for Minneapolis, which is my special taping, which is obviously going to be very special. <laughs> um, and then after that, there's Cleveland and Denver, all sorts of dates, all at PeteHolmes.com. And if you like the show, please support the show. How do you support the show? How do you? Great question that you didn't ask. Uh, try a Pete's Pick. These are products that we use, love, and endorse, and hope you like them and use them and endorse them. Support yourself, support the show. Here, here are the ads. We're also brought to us by our friends at Magic Mind. You guys hear me talk a lot about Magic Mind. It is definitely the product uh, that has changed my life the most in the past years. It is an elixir, basically. It's a magical elixir that helps you focus better on your work, be more creative, and drink less coffee. Their slogan is, do more, stress less, because it has adaptogens in there that help you cope with stress, it has nootropics that help you focus and be creative, just a little bit of caffeine, a little bit of honey. It's incredible. It tastes amazing. And there's a mix of 12 functional ingredients, including matcha and other things that help you fight off stress and to dial in and focus. In fact, dial in is the perfect way to put it. It doesn't get you wired. In fact, it's a great substitute for coffee. Sometimes instead of that second cup, I'll just have a Magic Mind or I take a Magic Mind with my first cup and that's all I need for the day. 30% more done on average, five to seven hours, 30% more productivity. Imagine what you would do with that. Fighting off procrastination, brain fog, fatigue. I'm, I'm actually sitting at this computer behind me. I'm doing some writing today. Absolutely take a magic mind before I do that. Getting you easy, easy, easy into that flow state. And they have a money back guarantee. Any first purchase will be refunded. No questions asked if it doesn't meet your expectations. And we have a special deal. Go to magicmind.co slash weird and use discount code at checkout weird for a limited 20% off your first order. That's magicmind.co slash weird and use discount code weird. Support your mind, support your body, support your creativity, and support this show. Love Magic Mind. Obsessed. All right, everybody. What a great chat. Here we are. This is number 137. Woo. Yeah. Get into it. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Trump singing. Yeah. Here's a little ditty. I love to do. I love to do a ditty. Me, 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 me. That's my favorite song. Great tune. Do a tune. Sing it about yourself. It's about me. It's about my name. Trump. True is in my name. Kind of ironic. Even I know. Even I know it's weird. <laughs> even I have to admit. It's true military police. That's my name. True military police. True. Mpa. Mpa. Loompa was a little guy. Don't call him. Don't say the M word. Don't do it. 
<laughs> don't do it. Don't do it even in your own casino. Don't say, get that out of here because you're worried that he can see beneath the table and look at the cards. He can look at the cards and you're worried about wow. it. So you say, security, get, you have to say to a little person. And it's easy to remember because he's a person and he's little. <laughs> still kicking him out. <laughs> You can still get kick him. Get him out of here. I don't want him making gumdrop lollipop little cheaties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him doing those gumdrop. I'm being signaled by Mike Pence. Mike Pence is telling me don't call him gumdrop lollipop little cheaties. <laughs> Got to call him little people, not little cheaties. And they don't do gumdrop magic. They just eat gumdrops just like you and me. Very rarely. Very rarely do you eat a spearmint gumdrop. Spearmint. Oh my God, it tastes like toothpaste. It's so what? bad. Leave I mean, it on the house. That's a load bearing spearmint <laughs> gumdrop. Leave it on the house. Oh my gosh. Um, before I drink this, the milk. house always wins. <laughs> <laughs> Look at uh, the latte art I made. <laughs> it looks very cool. Thank it's beautiful. You. Thank you. Can I it's say? It's the best I've done in a long time. Since your time at Jitterbean, great, great <laughs> facility. I fall in Trump holes. I do. You have this is a, you, for those of you for the listener who's for those like, of you new to the pod. It's me. It's the Friday edition. <laughs> Donald Trump, true Metropolitan Police, true um, Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Damn it! Get out! Get out! It's Friday. There's no guests. It's just me and Val. Um, me and Val. And for those of you who are like, this is incredible because it is, and very funny. And I loved, I loved. Don't say the M word even in your own casino. Don't say it okay, even in your okay, own casino. Okay. <laughs> it's not international this waters. Is like Hillary and Trump's debate. Sometimes I go out to an aircraft carrier just to say the M word a few times. <laughs> And I fly but, home. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But for those of you who are like, it's incredible. How can she just like ignore Mm-mm. it and go on to latte No art? one's thinking that. This is the third Trump hole I've been down today. Yeah. It, <laughs> there was a one that lasted a whole, whole, whole coffee with friends this morning. It and, was a whole coffee with friends. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that's why. You know what? Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. like, you have to just keep living your life. It's an old hat. Point. It's old hat. It's a big old sombrero. You can say that. It's Spanish for hat. You say nice sombrero, nice sombrero de baseball. That's a ball cap. Put one on at Met Stadium. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, this yeah my coffee's kind of bitter today, too. What's going on? The beans. Oh, I think it needs to be cleaned. It does need to be cleaned. That's what CLN means. <laughs> Oh. I'm not saying that like you're dumb, but it's flashing clean. Mm-hmm. It's flashing. It's flashing clean. Oh man, I'm so bummed. It that doesn't bad. taste good. Yeah, mine tastes like ass too. <laughs> I just want to say up top. Okay, here's why Trump came up. The Trump impression, and I fell into my Trump hole, is because people talk like him. All of us. Oh. It, like maybe he picked up on something we were all doing, but it's so in us yeah. that people just kind of. He's like. He's like a he's like in our DNA. The, yeah. Someone was eating their sandwich and they're like, "Great sandwich!" And I'm like, "Great sandwich!" It always yeah it comes great up. Great sandwich. Great sandwich. One of the best sandwiches you ate it. There's crusty bread, crusty bread, and there's meat and lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> lettuce like- is a blanket for meat. Green blanket. <laughs> it's yeah, like things that we might say that are Trumpy are great. Whatever, great sandwich. And like, it's going to be huge. I don't know if we would say it's going to be huge, but you'll go, it's huge. Well, it's fun. This is huge. What is so fun about uh, this voice 
is that it's it has a lot of things in common with the comedy with the comedy voice that we all yeah. use to varying degrees. One is you you take a firm stance. Right. He's never like, and I it's... see it both ways. Sometimes sandwich is good. Sometimes you got to take a break. It's yeah. not like that. No. He's like, sandwich every day. <laughs> and, yes. and that's that's like a fun way to live your life. It like, is fun. Just spend a day being like, great sleep, best sleep of my life. Like, it's better than being like, I don't know about that sleep. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very... This is weird. I was just going to say it's very positive. It's not, obviously. It's obviously very ugly and negative at times. Right. But it's it's forces well, it's, forward moving. It's, it is. It's never like, it's so let's just wait a beat. We'll wait a beat. <laughs> Which is also funny to call it progressive. <laughs> it's, it's calm. Very, I'm finding Trump very positive and it's progressive. It's positive. <laughs> it's progressive. It's helpful. <laughs> I'm saying... And, and, you know, Chappelle said the same thing where he, he would say, like, why, why is he talking and thinking and talk, you know, giving speeches from a comedy place? Hmm. Why? What's going on here? The end. You mean the end? Okay. This riff sucks. <laughs> okay. Here's my, here's my Paul Rudd riff. This riff sucks. This, it, it's terrible. It's always two. I know I've yeah. said this before, but it'll yeah. be like, what, what, what are we going to, what, what, what are we going to call Robert Downey Jr.? Gonna have lunch with Dave Batista. So it's yeah, the yeah, second yeah. one. Yeah, there is a second one. I think that's also just that's that's like a that era of Judd style. The looking for it. The yeah, the like just keep riffing, keep going, never stop riffing, never stop, never stopping. Um, and you know, it's people love it. I love it. <sighs> Let me say this. Okay. What's up? I just saw a truck in the corner, like kind of skid out. Of the horse, I of, see it. Of the horses, the horse range. It scared the horses. <laughs> you, sir. I have a lantern. You're scaring it's the horses. You've scared the livestock. <laughs> um, I just want to say up top because I did Tig Nataro's podcast yesterday, sitting in this very seat. So could oh, you bronze it, it? Could you bronze it? This seat, <laughs> like this a baby microphone. shoe. Only bronze one baby shoe. Different voice. It's a different guy. Okay. Only the, bronze the, one. The fingers are the same. Fingers are the fingers same. Are the and same. the sentiment and the flavor is the same. Only bronze, but it's a little <laughs> you, different. What word only did bronze. you decide to, to, to make it a different voice? Not, yeah, it wasn't only. <laughs> only no. bronze. Oh, only, only bronze. One baby shoe. <laughs> My brother had one baby shoe bronze. I had no bronze shoes. And I was oh, like, yeah. Second child. I... My brother had three baby books i had half of one what was it <laughs> good <you> moon <laughs> no not a book a baby book is like a oh, photo album photo book. yeah yeah with like yeah, the, the first child of hair and the first yeah. tooth and all that body part stuff fingernails here's his hand like a serial whoa, killer's whoa. book actually. yeah 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 a serial, his... a serial killer scrapbook but by the parents <laughs> oh my god here's his tears here's his baby teeth <laughs> Here's his hair, and we bronzed one of his shoes. Oh my gosh! You, you, you're you're gonna want to get a hobby, Dan. <laughs> oh, this is just for you. Uh, so good thing I'm saying it on a podcast. But last night, Lila was Keep like, "Keep it just for me." <laughs> Lila, just, was, it's just for me, <laughs> Phil Hoffman. It's for me. It take that. It's very good, and it is mostly physical. It is mostly physical, and this is an AO. So you guys are just gonna have to take only. take my word for it. It is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, very good. No, it's good. 
Leela, just like while I was rocking her, she was like, did you know teeth are bones? She says that to me all the time. She does? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're bones. Isn't that cool? And she's like, but they're the only bones we brush. (laughs) She said that? Yeah. And I was like, that's true. And then she was like, I wish I could go inside my body. And I was like, you are inside your body. And she was like, no, like. She means magic school bus. uh, Yeah. She was like, no, I mean, like, I want to see inside my body. And I was like, yeah, that would be really cool. Hey, look, I'm not surprised anymore, but like. I'm swimming in Christmases, synchronicities. Here's one. Here's here's one. See if you can get it. <laughs> I need to. I need to simmer, simmer down. Simmer down. I need it to simmer down. Remember when now. you were saying simmer down to everybody? Yes, and remember. Here's the punchline to that riff. You love your first kids so much, you literally make them trophies out of their out of their old <laughs> oh, clothes. Yeah, exactly. That's great. And then the riff. second one's like, "Hey, Dan." Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, Dan's here. Oh, Dan, with your regular non-metal shoes and your regular ass name. You just Dan. <laughs> the first one's name is Sequoia. <laughs> this is Sequoia. This is fucking Dan. Dan. Oh, oh. What are you? What were you watching? I just downloaded somebody. Um, my friend Josh. Just shot. Make sure this is still recording. Oh, that's your shot. Movie. My set in, in Milwaukee. It looks like a movie. He did a great job, oh. Josh. Ackhats, AC. Asshat. Yeah, <laughs> gallery. Well, he doesn't Josh film like an asshat. A c h a t z, I believe. Ach-hats. Okay, I'm sorry, Ach-hats. Josh. I'm so I think sorry. it is as asshats. <laughs> okay, it's Josh Ashats. Who very generously filmed our set. This is this stinks. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. But I'm just saying, like, this is like yeah. the Chappelle Trump thing. It's like cut and run. Cut Somebody and run. shot my set. His name is Josh Echatz. <laughs> okay. And it looks great. He did an amazing job. Anyway, uh, and that show was incredible. Here's the sync. Renis. Titties. <laughs> okay. Um, Synchronicity for you're like, I wish you I just joined could us. see if you just turned on your radio and you are confused <laughs> and you, you have like the residue of duct tape on your wrist and you're like, am I escaping? But what? you you can't remember how you got in the car and you're, and you're like, you just you just wake up and you're behind the seat of a Sonata and, it's, oh, and you're like, oh, it's OK. I seem to be fine. But then you look and there was like newly there was there was recently duct tape on your wrist and you're like, oh, and then you start fumbling for the keys. Always a fumble, always a fumble. And, and you finally get it going and you blast off. But it's only Sonata fast. <laughs> and so the radio's see. on and you're listening to and this. And it's this. Yeah, thank you for sticking the landing. And this impossibly is playing on the radio. Listen. Synchronicities. I, this is the chronis. Oh god. Titties, I got an ultrasound. On, Congratulations. It's a girl on my arm because I went to my doctor and my doctor said anything weird happen? And I was like, yeah, I had a blood clot. And she was like, what? <laughs> like she took, she was like way more concerned than I was. Yeah. And I did during the locky, right when the lockdown happened, I just got a bump on my arm. Like this weird, it wasn't that gross. Was it was it just that a bump. long ago. I remember because it was when we were like, it was one of my first zooms. Oh. I was like, what? I'm going to zoom. Zoom what the is, doctor. You mean Skype? Yeah. You mean FaceTime? And they're like, nah. 
Yaga. Za. <laughs> and I za the guy. And I was in our old garage and I showed it to him and I was like, this isn't a thorough examination. No. And he was just like, looks like you had a blood clot. And he was like, blah, 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 take aspirin or something. And I did. And it went away. Not what you should do. If someone's listening covered in bumps, go ahead and head to a real third dimension doctor (laughs) who can squeeze and pump and poke and prod. Uh, So then I brought that up. And so I had a ultrasound and the story sucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The story sucks. I'm feeling the story sucks. The story sucks. People are it's like, tune, it's like, tune it's like the others. This house is ours. This house is ours. This house is ours. Ah! The story sucks. The story sucks. My ver- the comedian's version is the story sucks. The story sucks. The story sucks. I never made it to the end of the others because it's too I scary. I could never even watch a single second of that movie. Even what you just told me, I'm going to be thinking about forever. That's not. The, it's not that scary. It's because they're ghosts. Spoiler. Yeah, they're the and go- they're well, going. This house is ours. This is, they're scared. They're scared. They're scared of the people. The humans. Yeah. Oh. Somebody was just like, we're always scared of ghosts. What if ghosts are scared of us? Oh, that's And that's cool. what they do. It's But it is sheer terror. And I, You just said it's not what? that scary. The line, this house is ours, isn't that scary. <laughs> oh, okay. The part I brought into our home <laughs> is not that scary. But that is one of the only movies of my life I walked out because it was so frightening. Oh. But it was also probably the mood. I wasn't in the mood for nudity. You walk out of movies so willy-nilly. Baby driver. I'm out of here. So willy-nilly. Baby driver. What is this? What is this? It's like a clean white jacket became a movie. I don't want a clean white jacket. I mean, it's just basically... Earbuds became a movie? It's like like the prequel to Drive. It's like, but what if he's a teenage kid? (laughs) It's the movie Drive pushed through a Japanese anime game show. Like, like it got Nintendo-fied. Yeah. And the only Nintendo game... people like that. No, no, no. I actually don't think it's a bad movie. I just went in thinking it was going to be like Drive, which is so stupid now that I say it. Yeah. It says Drive. (laughs) Baby Driver. Baby is a... Ryan Gosling. Yeah, it's this guy. I'm so. You ever get this? Like, this is what this is what my 40s feel like to me. Is that I see myself and I go, "This guy's full of shit." Like he just, he just is. Like I. Here's all the ways I'm full of shit and just not walking out of Baby Driver. One, I thought it would be like Drive. That like that is. Keep that to yourself on a first date. It's like a red flag of how someone's brain is broken. I went and shot because the word drive. And I'm like, maybe that's like drive. There are other examples of this. I just can't think of them. Movies that have words from other movies. They're nothing like each other. Yeah. I go in so it's not a gritty hammer hammer forward <laughs> gosling flick. I went in to see the others. I thought it was going to be like Step Brothers. You did it. I that was excellent. I don't know. I'm not sure. And you were yeah, I'm no, not sure. Because it delighted me. So the 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 wick has been the, lit. The proof is in the pud, the dude. Pu- the pudding is in my butt, and the proof <laughs> is in my butt. So go find it. And then And then bring me some figgy pudding. And then bring us the figgy pudding, which means a, a scrotum. Did you know that? No, it does bring not. Bring us the figgy pudding. They're saying uh, what, no, what you're, the, you're the doing time was. You'd come out with your your nuts in a mug, <laughs> and they'd go, "Oi, the figgy pudding!" And it's and it's horrible. The history of it is horrible. 
it's like there was a massacre and there were balls and cups. And now there's a jaunty little tradition. Bring us the figgy pudding. The children say, you come out. They can't see it. They just see that you're holding a mug. And with your left hand, you you hold your your dick and shaft. <laughs> your dick and shaft. So, so they just see your hand hovering over oh a mug. And some of the older kids might go, that's where his figgy pudding is. But the kids don't. It's not, it doesn't ruin Christmas. <laughs> It just puts a slight damper. It's a damper. But, but they need to remember, the just because it's Christmas, There's this world is filled with perverts. And balls. Just because it's Christmas, don't forget Santi has balls. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, that's what Santa Claus is looking at. He's delivering toys all day. He's just looking at deer ass and balls. Yeah, that's They're all his boys. view. He's like, it's a Merry Christmas for everyone, but old Sandy Claus. <laughs> I don't want to be like a deer perv, but mine would be all ladies. <laughs> I'd be, it'd be like, on, is Prancer a girl? I think Prancer's a boy. I think they're all boys. Yeah, mine would all be girls. Uh, and they'd have toed. <laughs> they'd be like, you bring an extra toys this year, you have a little too much eggnog. And I'm like, <laughs> Every year, very good, Julie. One of them is Julie. <laughs> on Julie, on Christy, on Kathy. On Just white girl names. Yeah. Sarah and Emily. <laughs> and Brittany and Tiffany. <laughs> Here we go. They're like, meh. Uh, they offended with me going in. They're like, <laughs> God, just give me a fucking, give me a fucking, give me, give, give me a fucking break. I need a day off. I'm just Who kidding. Who listens to this? You and me, already, I'm certain this is one we will listen to. <laughs> certain. Well, And as I've said many times, when I'm old, I'm going to throw this on. You'll yeah. be right there next to me, 10 years Aww. younger, as you always are, just <laughs> holding my, always will my paper brittle hands, and you'll put on <laughs> my earbuds. You'll make that sound for yeah. And then it's just perfect yeah. silence. And then it's this episode. Yeah. And I'm just, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, it's going to be great. Um, your I synchronicity, okay. your ultrasound. I, so I saw inside my body and I was like, like I always am in situations where there's something. I got an endoscopy, that's old tube down the throat. And in this, they were looking at my veins and my arteries, right? So she's checking. You always, this is my impression of going to the doctor for anything like this. You're like, I have a sensation here and I had a blood clot. So I'm touching my forearm. And they're like, all right, take off everything because we're going to start at your neck. (laughs) Because it's all just the New York City subway system. And they're like, oh, it's on the red line. Let's check the whole red line. And brother, they're all red lines. So they check (laughs) it. And there's a TV right there. Mm. And I could look, and I don't. I feel like you would. You didn't look? I don't want to see. I would absolutely look. Here's a theory, and I'd like you to speak on it. Heights and your own insides. Insides is as opposite of heights as you can be. But if you're comfortable with heights, you're probably comfortable with like looking at your own insides. Huh. Because that's you. You love both. I do love both. And I actually kind of see what you mean. There is, I can't really explain it, but there is the same sort of thrilling. And and it is like, it's maybe even connected to an extrovert, introvert thing. It's at the very least connected to the, would you fly, have the power of flight or invisibility? Yeah. Like I definitely want the power of flight, even though you really chastise and think that that's the dumbest answer. No, I don't. Because 
Today well, I'm all good. flight. I like, I want to see everything. But that's, I, that's the, how I feel about all of life. I want to see. But then you should be invisible because then you can go in and be like, that's how they talk. I, but I want to be, I want to, uh, yeah, I get it. I just, I want to see everything from a safe distance. So it actually feels more like an introverted thing. Mm. Although, I mean, I guess invisible is different too. <laughs> well, I as soon see, as you start flying, everyone, everyone's going to looky-loo. I want to see everything and I want to feel seen and fe- feel the thrill. And seeing my insides, I just, I don't, I, I love... I love, I actually, you know, like I look at my own blood when I'm getting blood drawn. Like, I just want to know what's going on. It's a FOMO. It's a connected to FOMO thing where I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to miss out. I want to, if there's something to look at, I want to see it. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's what I think that's more reasonable, Mm. especially when it's just an ultrasound. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to see. You got weirded out. I don't want to see. I don't even like in commercials when they're like when they show an artery and they like remove the wall of it and they're like removes the plaque. I'm like see, I hate that. Okay, when and I you was see pregnant, blood cells moving down. I'm like get the fuck out of here. I I I'm gonna realize I don't want to see how my own sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the sausage and I don't want to know how it's made. I wonder if there is something to the connection to it though. Like because I look at it and I'm like look at you body you're working like good job look at what you're made like you're you're such a cool machine but when i was pregnant i told you this a long time ago i don't know if you remember i was so like she was so big in my belly that like her feet were up in my ribs forever. Remember, I was always pushing on my mm. left rib, like pushing her out of my ribs. Mm. And I could just, I was at that stage of being pregnant where I could feel all of my organs were like up in, under my ribs. Like yeah, there was- somebody put a carry-on bag in an already stuffed <laughs> overhead yeah. compartment. And yes. you're like, you can't put that up there. Yeah. Not only can I, it's going to expand. <laughs> During the flight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you think like when you are pregnant, or at least I thought like the baby is just in the belly, everything stays in its own place. But then like the baby just like your, your skin expands to hold the baby. Yeah. And that's not true. They shove your organs up where they don't belong. Which is weird that they keep working. I know. It's really nuts. The lungs are like, this is actually fine. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Actually, I didn't need all this space. But what? then you do get like short of breath and you, that's why you're, there's digestive issues. Like it right. doesn't, they don't it work doesn't, great. It doesn't work great. So It's I, one of the weirdest it's things. It's so weird. How is that it? I it know. It should be a cabbage patch. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> there are know. other animals where it's like that. You put your eggs down. I blast on the eggs. I know. We're done. I know. And you, you know what else that does? That takes the pleasure. It's not like as fun. Yeah. Like the blast on egg thing isn't like as sex as sex is. So yeah. It's like if you get sexed, if you're going to get to have the pleasure of sex, you're going to have to have the pain of pregnancy. Yeah, I don't mean that. I mean it wasn't all only pain, but it was uncomfortable. Um, Do chickens have sex? 
Yes, the, I just learned yeah, this today. Upset. The no, way you that didn't. yes, I that's did. That's a huge synchronicity. That's a huge synchronicity. Remember, Rachel just came over. Yeah, Our yeah. friend Rachel is well, giving I'm us her chickens. About eggs, I, I you just caught me like baby driver thinking that the chicken lays the eggs and then the rooster blows his load on the eggs. Oh which, yeah, no. As soon as I played it out in my mind, I was like, "That's not right." Rachel told me today, but I've never seen two chickens she, fucking. She said, "Can I ask you a favor?" Because she's she Clacking she like. Grew these chickens for us from eggs, and now they're like little elementary school chickens, and they're ready to come over. So now we have chickens. So now we're gonna have chickens. Uh, I have to fix the coop and stuff, but then we're gonna have chickens in a couple weeks. And she was like, "Can I ask you a favor? I have one hen who is it's like the type of hen where the feathers grow backwards, so they're like very like fluffy." Mm. And she was like, "And one of my roosters." my roosters won't leave her alone and they keep trying to mate with her. And the way they mate is she's like, they grab on the back mm. and they like bite their neck with their beak. And then they like do their business. And so all of her feathers have fallen off. I hate, I, sometimes like, I just hate nature. Sometimes. I know. Sometimes David Attenborough so... is like, and then the snow leopard for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> returns to the scene and takes a shit on the baby's head. <laughs> yeah, so as it dies, it smells snow leopard shit. <laughs> Anthropologists, or whatever, don't know why this is so. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. I know. So that makes it me feel better be about yeah. eating chicken. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to be like, we're going to basically be like a halfway house or like a house for battered women for this chicken we're fostering her so she can have a break from the roosters and grow her feathers back and then she's gonna go back and this just this one chicken we're getting our our three or four chickens and then we're taking but the benefit of that is we'll have i'm just saying why aren't we keeping reverse chicken i i they love that chicken do people love chicken yeah rachel rachel loves chickens she loves chickens this chicken's name is Smoke, and she loves Smoke. <laughs> you know, you can uh, love a volleyball too. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Wilson. Um, Wilson. So anyway, to end the, the <laughs> to end the uh, organs thing. So when <laughs> I was pregnant, I was obsessed. Meaning, I watched it multiple times a day. This animation, because I had looked up what happens to your organs when you're pregnant. Mm. And then, or no, I, I, and this then, is like Pangea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think I said, what happens to your organs right after you, or you after have the, the baby? Born. Yeah. And they go back. And there is an animation, uh, like a 3D <laughs> animation of the like baby and the organs all scrunched like Pangea. <laughs> and then like the animation of the baby coming out and the organs Chunk. falling back in place with like a bounce to it. And I can't even express to you because I haven't felt it before or since the sheer pleasure yeah. and relief. That seems like a gift. Just watching that. What I just, oh, just I thought you felt it. No, I did feel it. But before that, just watching the video. Yeah. I mean, the part of the euphoria after, you know, you're like doped up on oxytocin after you have a baby, but like the, remember the creamy dreamy stage where we kept saying, we just feel really like we were swimming in milk, mm. like the, the week after having Leela, mm. part of that euphoria for me was I felt so light. 
Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I was yeah. barely touching the ground. You were swinging ground. two baseball bats uh, and then you put one down. Yes. And now you're real fast at the plate. Oh, uh, it was so it was People so that good. get uh, booby reductions get that too. I had a friend who had a breast reduction and then she was like running everywhere. Oh my gosh. I have, is it the same friend that I have that did that? Well, she, this was the friend that I I never told her, but I was like, you should have like made a cake and they just (laughs) put them in, put put the boobs in the cake (laughs) just to say goodbye. They were just, make a plaster of it. Make a (laughs) a plaster cake. And then put, make a bra with the plaster so you can put them back on anytime you want. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I mean, my friend really like, I, I, I have a good relationship with my boobs, but she really made it look, sound so tempting. Getting one? Yeah. Who was it? Oh. I'll tell you off Mike. But, she, and she, she was just like, you don't realize right now, Valerie, no. the burden you are bearing. Well, yeah, no, I understand. And you carry that for our family. <laughs> and I really am grateful. <laughs> but when I did um, ketamine, which uh, we talked about. We need about. to talk a little more about, though. I feel yeah. like we didn't talk that much about it. Yeah, we didn't talk that much I mean, about you told it. your revelations, but we should tell the story and the funny parts, too. There were so many funny parts. The guide was in touch with his humor. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't, like, overly serious or even overly spiritual. Mm. And somebody told me that, like, uh, just today, Chris was saying, he was like, I think you have had a very spiritual experience because that's where you're at. And he's mm. like, I know other people that do it, and and it's not that way. Oh, I've directly same with LSD and other things. They're yeah, just like, it was. It made the insane clown posse a little more insane, and I loved it. I had, and the, I'm like, I saw Jesus. Well, I think you I know? told you that that the two friends that I had known that had done like Mind Bloom, they they found it very valuable, but they were like, it wasn't spiritual at all. It was therapeutic. No, almost everyone I've talked to, yeah. But there was the part where I was crying beautiful gentle Mm. crying and i said i was like i now see why this is a therapy Mm -hmm. and it was because it it i maybe i already shared this but i was like it gave me not just the intellectual and not just the holding of an idea but the deep absorption of the idea Mm. um and i know i already said this but there's so much less to do than we think Mm. and we have all these feelings like i should be saving this person this person and this person and when you, when I was in that space, and it was a deeply spiritual space, I was like, "We're all the same thing." Yeah. And they are, in their deepest reality, beyond okay. Yeah. And that's been something that has really stuck with me is that, you know, Father Greg Boyle, I've quoted it many times: "God is too busy delighting in you to have a plan." Yeah. And I really experienced that. I was yeah. like, this love, this one love, this this thing that we all are, and are sort of momentarily what, having a whatever, a break or whatever you want to call it, a dance, a dream, a play away from it, or seemingly away from it. It's not sad to say this thing doesn't have a plan for you or doesn't want you to find mm-hmm. a parking spot or doesn't want you to have a great job or whatever. Yeah. It's so loving Mm -hmm. that it doesn't even want to send you a message except you are absolutely loved that's so when Mm -hmm. like i was talking to somebody recently that was like i see numbers you know i see a lot of patterns and numbers and their messages from god and i was like i love that i was like the way i would frame it is i would say they are reflections of god's perfect love there is no message Mm. other than you are you are even saying you are okay 
is wrong because it's 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 a sentence written in a language that acknowledges that there's something is called not okay mm-hmm. and that it is so blown out the door mm. like an airplane door it's completely gone it's like it's it's a hilarious joke right that you, that you think there's something else. wrong with who with who <sighs> you are and then you yeah. slowly come back obviously there are different altitudes that we can fly at and yeah. go like yeah it would be nice if i learned to this or that or clean up as we wake up yeah. but when you wake up and forgetting about cleanup, and when you wake up, cleaning up doesn't really make any sense anyway, because mm. you're in what I would call absolute reality. Mm-hmm. And in absolute reality, there's absolutely nothing to worry about. Mm. It's and it's also I have the profound sense that it's all done. It's mm. all it's all already happened. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've carried that with me. Ugh. I mean, I had that a little bit. Yeah. Obviously before it Mm -hmm. wasn't like this completely cooked me, but it was like this wonderful um, refresher course. Yeah. And, and I know I already said this, but I'll say it every time it comes up just because on this, uh, on these podcasts specifically, I've talked so much about how the world is an illusion and there was just something so dismissive about that. Mm -hmm. And in this experience, I was like, you can't say this love also or even loves the illusion Mm. because all it is is love. It Mm -hmm. can't go, I even love your silly illusion. It's just like, it just is. It that's all it can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's all it does. Yeah, is love and accept and and it's just ugh, it's fucking intoxicating. The reason I brought it up was you're talking about your your boob. Uh, you know when <laughs> people when people carry a boob burden, <laughs> it's not the same at all. But I'm a giant, and now that I'm 44, I'm really getting in touch with just what a giant I am. Yeah, I can't fly on an airplane anymore without getting off and really feeling like I did a mud run. I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I don't understand so much harder. And one of the funny things that happened is, is when the ketamine was kicking in Mm -hmm. and I just, I remember just being like, I have no idea what this is going to be, but I was sort of intrigued by it because it was um, a painkiller. And I was like, I have a headache. I kind of always have a headache. Yeah. Just a big old skeleton. And I just kind of have creaks and cracks Mm. And then I realized even that felt deeply profound that I was like, I, the big I, the great big love I, Mm -hmm. created Pete and then created things in Pete's world just to play hide and seek with myself, to find myself and to Mm. trick myself, to booby trap, lovingly booby trap myself Mm. to fall back into my own love. Mm. And even that was like, I was like, I, I, at one point I looked at my guide and I was like, I, one of the reasons I agreed to do this was because I had a headache. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was so funny. So we funny. died laughing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Val was there as well watching. And I <laughs> yeah, was like, I didn't do it. I thought this would help my headache. <laughs> yeah. And that just felt like, yeah, the whole it's thing so- is conspiring to at, remind you with itself. And I was like, and all of the course things that I read and all the Rupert Spira and all of that stuff made perfect sense. And mm. I was like, I can't believe I found it. And it was like, it was the feeling of you wrote it, not Pete. Yeah. You, the one thing 
made other things that wrote those books for itself to read, to find itself. And I was, it felt so playful. It felt so safe. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely safe. Mm. And I, that, and I, and I was like, you don't even have to, for me, I I really want to help my mom and and help my mom's fear and stuff. Mm. And it was like, you are your mom Mm -hmm. and your mom is, is momming and you are peeting and like really deep down mm. everybody is always and ever only not just okay mm-hmm. but perfect again don't get me wrong we can come back in this place and and try to love and, and remove suffering that's relative reality but absolute reality and once you taste absolute reality mm. your approach is a little bit different mm. mm-hmm. you just have less but anyway to stick the landing and then we'll go to the minerals and we'll come back we can talk about this a little yeah. bit more if we want to, but I was saying when you relieve my body of tension, I go, Oh my God, I was under so much. Even as we're talking right now, my shoulders are very tense, very (sighs) tight, very tense. And, and, and this is very Val. You're always like, I was like, it's all anxiety. Everything comes down to fear Mm -hmm. or love. And you're like, yes. And one of the ways we can get quell fear is through your body, is, yeah, is touch, regulation, breath. And I was like, oh my God, Valerie. And when I saw you, I couldn't believe it. I saw the mm-hmm. dog. I couldn't believe the dog. Yeah. I could see the dog. Well, it just, beautiful. just to add to this before we go to the minerals, I, uh, that's what I saw from my perspective because it was you and two of our other friends and you were all dudes. And... To watch it, the transition from, you know, before you had taken it, all three of you were sitting like in a line on the couch, just yeah. like sitting kind of upright. Yeah. Look, doing like something that a lot of men do where you were facing, you weren't facing each other. You were yeah. facing forward and talking. And I was like stretching on the floor <laughs> while you were talking. Yeah. And then. And then you take this thing and instantly all these boys yeah. are rolling around Walking like crabs. on the ground, touching each other, uh, yeah, that was one of my... laughing and like f- collapsing into each yeah, other, yeah. contorting in funny ways, this is... standing and dancing. Yeah. I made a joke at one point that you, that looked like you guys were playing sit, stand, lean, yeah. that like improv game because you were constantly like anytime one person would change another person yeah and it was and i was like i mean not to confirm my own perspective but yours was confirmed that's exactly my point right keep going i was like part at least part of the reason this feels so good and you're able to be so present is that it's putting you in your bodies and that is what our our guide told us Mm. God, let's talk a little bit more about it because there's more to unpack for sure. But let's let's uh, and I I concede the sort of humor of going to ads. But you know, guys, uh, well, it's it's both. We live in the world. We live in and, reality. And, it's fine. You know, <laughs> we're we're not getting rid of any part of reality. We're just yes making ourselves big enough to hold it all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So here are the ads. If you like the show, it means a lot. Try one of these things. It's it's how we pay Katie and Joe, our YouTube guy, and all that stuff. So here, here they are. Hey, weirdos. We talk a lot about anxiety and depression on the show, and I've personally struggled with both and have had friends whose lives have been completely transformed 
by ketamine therapy, guided ketamine therapy, because sometimes it's not as simple as a new therapist or exercise, meditation, or diet. Sometimes you need something new to unlock your brain, and maybe that thing is ketamine therapy from MindBloom. There's a new tool to improve your mental health at-home ketamine therapy, and MindBloom is the leader in at-home ketamine therapy, helping safely help thousands of people overcome their anxiety and their depression. Unlike traditional talk therapy, ketamine works quickly and doesn't have the unpleasant side effects of traditional antidepressants. In fact, in a study of over 1,200 MindBloom clients, 89% reported improvements in their anxiety and depression after only two sessions. I personally have done guided ketamine therapy. I can swear by it. It is incredible. It is helpful. It helped me uh, just reframe my world. It's such a powerful tool. And right now, MindBloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash YMIW and use promo code YMIW. Take the first step and break free from your anxiety and depression with MindBloom. And go to mindbloom.com slash YMIW, like you made it weird. And use promo code YMIW. Those are the letters. Mindbloom.com YMIW. All right. And did you know, secondly, did you know we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week? When I first read that, I was like, a year maybe. It's a week. That's right. The products that we use every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of micro, hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. Luckily, our friends at Blue Land are set out to do something about it, to eliminate the need for single-use plastic in the products we reach for the most, like hand soap. Did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions, not to mention the nasty ingredients in them like chlorine and ammonia. But Blue Land is inventing cleaning essentials, is reinventing cleaning essentials, essentials to be better for you and the planet by offering endlessly refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design. It's one of my favorite things about it. The bottles look really cool on your countertop that look great and are better for you and the planet. Just fill the bottles with water, that's mostly what they are anyway, drop in the tablets and wait for them to dissolve. Hand soap, toilet bowl cleaner, laundry tablets with clean ingredients you can feel good about and know you're doing something good for the planet and help us all eat a little less plastic. No more bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run and refills start at just $2.25. I recommend their Clean Essentials Kit, which has everything you need to get started and comes in beautiful light scents like iris agave, fresh lemon, and eucalyptus mint. Blue Land has an offer just for weirdos. Get 15% off your first purchase of any product and get clean products that I love the look of and love that they're good for you and the planet. To get 15% off your first order, go to blueland.com slash YMIW. You won't want to miss this, blueland.com slash YMIW. That's blueland.com slash YMIW. Okay, we're back. I do have something that I want to tell you about, Leela. I just don't want to forget. That does okay. kind of apply to all of this. Great. I, I Was that, say, 39? Yeah. I am getting that age. I can't read labels. Oh. Isn't that cute? I'm going to have to watch you get old, and I'm going to get to watch you get old. No, that's not what you said, is it? (laughs) I just mean I don't want to see. I'll do it like Chris O'Dowd and Big Door Prize. Well, that's not what you said, is it? (laughs) It was terrible. It was not right. Well, it's not what you bloody said. No, he doesn't say bloody either. Yeah, it's terrible. It's (laughs) It's like British. It's a hard one. Well, you're going to come and hit something. Great grains. Great grains. That's Scottish. Yeah. Anyway, 
yeah, let's get to your Leela thing. The the thing, I, I another synchronicity was we were talking about when you're in that place of love. And again, this was a very spiritualized approach to this experience, meaning we were, we're spiritual guys. We do a lot of spiritual shit. <laughs> and we had, we had a spiritual, <laughs> what a very spiritual experience. So it was going into the place that I would call Christ's vision. Like mm-hmm. you're seeing with the eyes of Christ, you're seeing from the eyes of love is yeah. another way to put it. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a good feeling. It's a deep awareness of unity and, and connectedness. And it was just absolutely blissful and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I know I've told you this Val many times, but it was also incredibly lucid. Mm-hmm. That that has a lot to do with a, being with a person who knows the dose in your body and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was incredibly lucid the whole time. It was mm-hmm. very much like a lucid dream where you're like, I am dreaming. Mm-hmm. And what's better than a lucid dream? This is like, I am on a drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was never like overwhelming for me in that way. I was like, I'm on a drug. Yeah, I'm very good at drugs. Yeah, <laughs> So I can roll with that. Some people might be like, I'm on a drug and they don't <laughs> like it. You, there was surrendering involved. Anyway, we kept talking because we were also very lucid and we were talking about how it's like we were in a river of love. Mm. One of one of our observations was I, I couldn't stop laughing going like, sell this experience to PepsiCo. Mm. And I was like, just a board of suits, like fat cat suits and being like, this is what we said. We went and me and my friend, Sam, we were like, you like pretty ladies? <laughs> what if everything was a long pretty lady? <laughs> and we died. Long meaning like the length of it and also the everywhere of it. Like she's long in like both ways. Like a long pretty lady that never goes away. We were dying laughing. But we were talking about how the experience, again, you're lucid. You know something's happening and you know something, the thing that's happening is going to stop happening. Mm. So you, you really have to like surrender to the idea that the cup is already broken. This experience is already done, but you're like in love with it. And you're like, I don't want it to go away. Yeah. Personally, when the experience was over, I was, I was ready for it to be over. So it wasn't addictive for me in that way where it was like, let's keep going. Yeah. It wasn't like that. I was done. I was ready to be set back down to earth when I was. But I was like, this is like, we felt like monkeys. We felt like monkeys Mm -hmm. discovering fire or mushrooms or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is like, we find this river of light and we scoop our hands in it, our little hairy monkey hands, Mm -hmm. like a bowl. (laughs) And we pick up the water of light. It's the most important thing Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, It's salvation. Yeah. It's literally what I've said to you, but... Not just an idea, not just a Bob Marley song and a good time. I actually think Bob Marley was very wise and knew what he was talking about. I just mean it's not just a time at you know Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. You have it. Yeah. And now to get it home, you have to walk it through the desert a thousand miles mm-hmm. to bring it to us, to the reality that you and I are in mm-hmm. and the people listening, this regular reality. So it's an impossible test. You just can't get it there. Right. Next day... I'm doing my Course in Miracles lesson. And the whole lesson, and it's not a normal theme of the lesson, is about trying to plant the petunias or the flowers of Christ's vision, is the language it uses, trying to plant, pick those flowers and plant them in the regular soil of normal reality. I was like, what? And I I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Then I get in the car, same day, 
I'm driving into the town to do a podcast. I forget who. And obviously all psychedelics kind of have a um, expanding quality to the brain. Just physiologically, that's what happens. You become a little bit more novel, a little bit more open to new experience, like the neurons and the neuroplasticity, all these words that just mean your brain becomes more expansive. Mm -hmm. I always listen to the same music. I'm not proud of it. And I'm not ashamed of it either. I just kind of get in certain holes and listen to this. I'm in this mood. I listen to Jimmy Eat World. I'm in this mood. I listen to The National. I'm in this mood. I listen to Caspian. That's kind of it. <laughs> and that day I was listening to Elliot Smith. I had been listening to Elliot Smith. And then I remembered something that Phoebe... You okay, bud? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something that Phoebe Bridgers and um, Christian Lee Hudson said when they did our Largo is they were like, we really just want to write more Elliot songs. Like they yeah. love Elliot. Yeah. And I was like, wait, because my brain felt so expansive. I was like, I'm going to listen to Phoebe Bridgers. Mm. Like I love Phoebe Bridgers. It's been literally a year more mm -hmm. since I put on Phoebe Bridgers. Mm -hmm. When we had an Alexa, we listened to her more. It's just whatever. So I'm in the car driving and I uh, go on Spotify safely, self-driving. And I, I type in Phoebe Bridgers or I say play Phoebe Bridgers and, and it brings up the album Punisher. And that's not my favorite. My mm -hmm. favorite is the first one. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm in this expansive place and I'm like, fine, let's listen to Punisher. It's like the essential pick. I'm like, fine. I don't know it as well, but let's listen to that one. Start listening to Punisher. Like three, four, five songs in, I don't know. It doesn't matter. On that drive, she says in one of the songs, you're holding me like water in your hands. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And as I'm telling it now, don't get me wrong, I'm not in a manic state. I'm not like, don't you see how far? Like I can hear, it doesn't sound that amazing. No, I think But it when is. it's ding to ding to ding. Yeah, and when you're experiencing it and it's confirming and it's resonating. And these are all, going back to my point, these are all, this isn't a message from God that I'm on the right path. Mm. or that I'm even, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this podcast necessarily. Mm. It's all just reflections of that experience of ultimate okayness yeah. that now everything becomes a reminder of. It's, yeah. it's okayness truly remarkable. And yeah, yeah. Okay, famous okayness, <laughs> my favorite cookies. Famous okayness. Um, I'm not sure. I can't be sure. And even if it is, I don't think there's, it, it certainly is okayness but i think you maybe did tell that on the last podcast oh really you might have i could be wrong but here's i just beautiful. wanted to I acknowledge mean, it i was engaged yeah, absolutely and i was very engaged and you like gave way more details uh, than i remember yeah and also like not everybody's gonna have, have listened to the last one yeah yeah, and, I, it's and, just, and it is really cool. It's one of the costs. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a cost. There's and a it, cost. You risk being embarrassed. The when only you have a reason, no, no, certainly <laughs> I'm not, don't. Be I'm embarrassed. not embarrassed. I'm just like that's that's what it is. When I hear the only reason I even said it was because sometimes yeah, when things like that go unacknowledged on a podcast, people I'm lose like, their mind. Yeah, they're like, didn't I already? Yeah, um, but you might not have even. And but I, I don't love think that I, story. did. I tell the remarkable story. No, okay. we definitely didn't tell the remarkable story, and I want to tell my version. I want you to, and then your Leela thing, and then and then we'll be done. Okay. But like, w the first thing that happened was an incredible. It is. It's a. It's a. It's a tranquilizer. It's. Mm -hmm. It's something that they use at the doctor. Yeah. Like, which is also something that my guide told me to make me feel calm. He's like, it's you know, it's mm -hmm. something that they use to whatever. 
So that made me feel, cause I didn't, I, I also probably said this last time. I didn't want to do a psychedelic since I've been doing a course mm-hmm. in miracles. And it's so like life, the world is an illusion. Yeah. All these, the way that I was putting it together was very dark and a little scary. Yeah. You mentioned that last time too. Yeah, for sure. And then I took this and I, and as soon as it kicked in, I was like, this is a psychedelic, but it's this like anxiety reducing psychedelic. Yeah. So it was perfect. Anyway, I, the first thing that happens is this like anesthetizing mm. of your body. Mm-hmm. So you're simultaneously in it more, but it also doesn't have the same creaks, cracks and feelings that it normally has. So I'm feeling incredibly loose. Yeah. So you can tell it. Yeah. So you were, you had your, I mean, the first half of this ketamine experience was so funny, like legitimately funny. And I was the only one not on it. And sometimes I can get really anxious just being with, I I generally like it, but because I have my own psychedelic trauma, sometimes it can make me, yeah, it can make me like anxious, especially the like waiting for it to come on phase. Oh God, Val, when I was waiting for it to kick in, I was doing breathing techniques to like stay calm because I was like, I don't know what this is. And then when it kicks in, the story you're about to tell is not just the feeling, but it's the relief that yeah. it's not a unpleasant or frightening feeling. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, and exactly. You're like, okay. <laughs> right. So I, I felt like because of my mirror neurons or the energy that you guys created, like the air changed in the room yeah. and we were in all of us, including me who didn't even take it, were like floating in a golden, beautiful bubble of like friendship and light. And it was so yeah. lovely. Yes. It was so light filled. And so for the first half, it was just like laughing. And you guys kept saying these things hmm. that I, I could see it both ways. I could see how you meant it and how profound it seemed to you. Right. And I could also enjoy that. It was just like the simplest thing. Tell them the first thing I said. Yeah. So the first thing you said was this, this is very good. (laughs) I remember you're bringing me back when I said, this is very good. Yeah. It was like the God in Genesis saying, and it was good. Like I saw this and i went this is very good yeah like <laughs> and and our friend george went yes yeah, yeah. like like because he was saying how you meant it too yeah. but to somebody on that like again yeah, yeah. i could no, see no, no. how this you guys is meant it very good it's, is a laugh line <laughs> and then hit me like yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um so that was really funny and then you were again like you were little embodied boys so you were like you had your leg up on our ottoman which isn't very high especially for you and you were just like windmilling my arm you were at at that point you hadn't even windmilled it you were just kind of reaching for your foot and it looked like like somebody who had never stretched their hamstrings and and you were like and then you looked at me like can you believe this Yeah, yeah and so i was like i laughed and i was like you're very cute to my eye that's not remarkable (laughs) and you went this isn't remarkable and then you started windmilling your hand down and you're like and i would great i would graze the ceiling as i made this big circle from behind me (laughs) all the way to my toes and i went this isn't remarkable this isn't remarkable and then so we were already laughing about that and then george was leaning like i think that's 
pertinent. He was leaning on the, you know, like our shelf thing. And he was like, you know, that thing you said earlier, this, this is remarkable. <laughs> That's your favorite kind of joke. He got it wrong. He got it wrong. Cause you had just, I just said remarkable. You had just said remarkable. Yeah. And then he went, I mean, this is very good, which was also yeah. funny that yeah. he was calling Quoting back. a very basic thing. Like it was written in copper at the Lincoln <gasps> Memorial. I couldn't this take This is very it. good. <laughs> and he wanted to revisit. Can I just say though, that that's a, per- <coughs> that's a perfect example of what I mean when, and I don't think anybody's unclear on this. It's just helpful. I maybe, when you say, when you hold in your mind, this is very good. Being mm-hmm. is very good. Hereness, thisness, isness is very good. Yeah. And then when you when I, I said this last time, when it's like a balloon and it's in your belly, and then it, this blows it up, and you embody this is good. Yeah. It's that's all you need. Yeah. It's not the ideas or even the eloquence. It's like what can you understand? Yep. And I think I'm guilty. Not guilty. But I think what sometimes happens is I can explain things that aren't necessarily, hi, Miguel, one second, um, explain things that aren't, uh, that I can't, that I haven't experienced necessarily. Right. And it also points to the thing that like, the truth is actually very simple. Yeah. Like it is simple. Okay. Like that. Here, just, just pause um, one second. I'll be okay. right I'll, All right. I'll be right back. All right. We're back. Sorry. We had to talk to Miguel. You know Miguel? Do you guys know Miguel? (laughs) You guys know Miguel? Stop burping. Um, That was you. Uh, (laughs) How rude. Uh, I sneaked a couple uh, bites of the second half of my sandwich that we got at 10 (laughs) a.m. We got a 10 a.m. Sando. A 10 a.m. Sando. I saved mine until 1230. You went straight for it in the restaurant. And it was awesome. Uh, Sandwiches are great. I love doing what I just did. I love getting a big fat deli sando yeah eating one half because i'm a lady yeah yeah, yeah. but then and then the, the rest of the day <laughs> i sneak like and three then I bites eat the other half yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at yeah. a time yeah, yeah, yeah. um it's okay. like when you eat the cheese off your pizza and then you eat the pizza yeah exactly and i do that too as well because i'm a too fucking well. lady i do that right as i do that as well. too as well <laughs> okay so sorry so for the interrupt. Le- so Leela, Leela. We have a Leela story. Well, this is what made me think of it. When you were talking about your ketamine and you said something, oh, you were like, we could fly at multiple altitudes. Mm. Just thinking of that absolute and relative truth thing um, and just how it the absolute takes the stakes out of the relative truth. So that's it. One of the things you said that was great. That yeah, we shared this I think in the last episode. But one of your revelations was like, you can't fuck it up, mm-hmm. and that's like. And I went. That's all Pete wants to hear. Yeah, yeah. and that so that's the absolute truth, right? Like you can't fuck this up. It's it's all yeah. groovy, baby. But of course, we want to be in the relative truth. We want to like make good decisions, be good people, be healing, be growing. Mm-hmm. But we want to do that 
holding the absolute truth as well. It's like so that that's you, your flashlight as you move through the cavern of relative truth. Yeah, that's right. And it takes the stakes out. So we're still doing all of the same things we would be doing, mm-hmm. but without that like frantic perfectionism that's of right. like, yeah. or else. That's right. And that brings In, me... And that liberation makes it easier to do the right thing that's right by the way that's right that's that's the surprising thing morality that's coming from absolute truth yeah i would say is a lot different from morality that's coming from your brain or from from fear shoulda gotta need to that's right and that i mean we could get more into this but we don't we don't have the time for this one but like that's like, you know, the argument for religion often can be like, if you have no reason to be good, then we're just going to be terrible. Right. And it's like, actually, if you can get in touch with the reality that it's all love mm. and then do good from that place, as opposed to the fear of do that's good right. or else. It's, it's like when my parents say, when are you going to visit? It's been a while. I'm like, that's fear. Yeah. Let's try the other channel. And it's also not ever true (laughs) it's also not ever true we see them so much um but anyway so all of that is leela right like it's remembering that this is a play like having the playful spirit of relative truth so living your life living your relative truth going to coffee, having conflicts with friends that get resolved and having mm-hmm. menial tasks that you have to do, all of that is real and it's Leela. It's meant to be done without the stakes in a spirit of play. It's Leela, not our daughter. It's Leela the play. The, the play. But we named Leela that and boy, she teaches us that over and over and she really like embodies that. For example, we took her to ballet and she was the kid <laughs> that had dirt all over her face. Her tutu was in a million different positions, never the correct one. It was like tucked in her butt. It was, mm. she pulled it up like a tube top at one point. Mm-hmm. It was falling down at another point. She had wild hair. She would do the silliest version of everything the teacher tongue was out. trying to do. The teacher tongue. would be like, with her tongue out. Let's in. keep our yeah, tongue in. It. She's looking in the mirror. Yo, She's... mama so fat. When she go to ballet, she wear a 3-3. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> um, she was wild. And I really felt very proud. And I even did have like the initial like, please do what you're supposed to do. And then I was like, nah, fuck that dude. She has no stakes and I'm not about to be the one here. I mean, I will eventually, but to be like, in especially this context, be like, no, you have to do it right. It's, she's right. There are no stakes in this context. And some kids are more drawn to stakes. Like yeah. her, Leela's comfort is wildness and spaciousness. And yeah. some kids, like you can tell they love the rules and they yeah. love like, it. And that's them, okay. And that's good too. It we gives them structure. We those kids. Yeah. But the story I wanted to tell you was Leela said, I was rocking her last night and we were just talking about, I don't even remember exactly how it came up, but I was saying, you know, when you get sad and when you're having big feelings and I feel frustrated, you're not responsible for how I feel about your feelings. 
And, mm. you know, and I was like, <laughs> and sometimes in my frustration, I, I, I want you to calm down, but you don't have to change your feelings because of how I feel about them. And it's- I'm going to bronze your shoes. <laughs> I was like, it's up to me. If I feel scared or mad or frustrated about how you feel, it's up to me to calm myself down. You don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, my only job is to play. <sighs> and I was like, you ethereal alien firefly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you for reminding us that all of us, that's yeah. true for all of us because yeah. it's the divine play. Your only job that's is to name. play. That's, that's your name. That's your name. Yeah. Bah. Bah. What I was going to say at the beginning, by the way, for the completionists, Yeah. I said I was just on Tig Notaro's podcast mm -hmm. and I, I was going to give a warning at the beginning of this podcast that like I'm and both of us are just at such great cruising altitudes. Mm-hmm. We're like spiritual, psychological, physical social like so many like all of my needs are just like right on right yeah. now yeah gastrointestinal I, <laughs> sorry and it's just like on one hand when other people are telling me about the writing they're getting done or their exercise regimen that can be really frustrating yeah but then sometimes i'm in a middle place where maybe i'm not doing it but hearing about someone else doing it will inspire me mm-hmm and the past couple of weeks, I've just been like, wow, your Leela story being part of this, feeling fulfilled as a parent, as mm -hmm. a family. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, hopefully it's just nice for people to know, like, you can you can get to a place. And, and you don't get there alone is the crazy thing. You get there mm -hmm. together or not at all. Mm, yeah. And that's, that's the message right. of the, the chorus. It's like, we all go together. Yeah. Your salvation whatever you, your nirvana, whatever you want to call it is in other people and you bring each other to, you walk each other home. And I'm just noticing like, you've been really healthy, exercising so much and that inspires me to exercise. Mm -hmm. And that's been, that box is ticked professionally, uh, touring people coming out means so much mm -hmm. creatively. I know I told everybody I read, I'm reading, I'm pretty much done with the war of art. And it's just like, just do it. Just set two hours aside to write every day. I've been doing that. I'm getting really close to, by the way, for those of you keeping track of the writer strike, I'm allowed to write for myself. Like you are allowed, mm -hmm. the strike is not, don't write if it's just for you. Mm -hmm. I'm not working with anybody. Yeah. Um, so it's not for money. It's not being sold. It's just, you're, in fact, sorry, I'm feeling extra defensive about this. That's a common thing. It's a strike. It's a good time to write your, your movie that <laughs> yeah. you never write. Yeah. Um, so fiddling with that on a non-professional scale. But that has been fulfilling to mm -hmm. me. Relationally fulfilling. My practice is fulfilling. And I'm just like, whoa, it's possible. We're in a good moment. We're in a really nice. Yeah. And so much of it, it's not just, oh, I really helps. But I've been struck and we'll get into this maybe next time, but I've really been struck at like, I am, you could say I'm an introvert, but that's just a oversimplification of something that's much more complicated, mm -hmm. which is I'm an easily scared extrovert, which is an introvert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I'm like, we're getting our, our circle nice, mm -hmm. it's always been nice, but it's, it's just feeling familiar. And like, we go to coffee and we talk and I know that, 
Till knows about AI and I know Chris knows about aliens or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we, we have these talks and we hang and we laugh and we watch each other's kids. And I was like, God, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, we need to be together. Yeah. We need to feel safe, find people who feel safe, find people who help. Yeah. That's Even right. as simple as you and I, it's like find people who eat. You and I like to eat. Not everybody likes to eat. Find the eaters. Yeah. Find the talkers. Find the find the connectors. Get, you know, you're obviously the biggest part of it. Like having a mm-hmm. partner like you that I can talk with and connect with and sh- build a life with. So we mm-hmm. do it together. Yeah. It's been fucking great. I, so yeah. that was the warning I was going to give up top. I'm just like. Sorry, we're happy right now. <laughs> right, yeah, and though inevitably, that's just how this reality works. There will be times when I'm like, I haven't exercised, I'm not inspired, yeah. this and that. That's why it. There's nothing wrong with slurping up the good seasons because you know everything is seasonal, not in a negative way, but like life is always changing. So like, when you're in a good moment savor it yeah let it wash all over you fill your cells and that's what i mean store it up for the winter baby i'm I'm carrying the idea of you can have a very blissed out time that lasts a long time Mm. i'm carrying the the memory of that for everybody meaning Mm. maybe it's helpful to hear that and go like right Mm. you know in times when i've been low here rob bell comes to mind he's one of those people that i'm just like oh yeah. He seems to have balanced his scales. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. It wasn't effortless. But look, there it is. And that inspired me. So I'm not sharing it to brag. I'm, I'm going like, maybe people listening. I'm in the brag bag. But people listening, maybe they're in a tough spot. And sometimes it's nice to just go, you can find friends, partners. You can find creative yeah. projects. Even if they're, like I'm saying, this is not what I'm doing isn't for, for money or work. It's just expression. It's right. wonderful. And great and great news for those that are in a tough spot. It's seasonal for you too. That's right. That's exactly changing. right. That's so. right. It's like being on the ketamine and going, this will end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, everybody. Um, all right. Thanks, boo-boos. Uh, go ahead and keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs>